So we'd like to welcome a very special guest to the show today. We have one of the stars of the Ash vs. the Evil Dead TV series, uh, Dana DeLorenzo. Thanks for joining us, Dana. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to talk to you all the way across the pond. Yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I mean, uh, the Evil Dead Season 1 is uh, going very strong at the moment. I mean, I mean, how do you feel? I mean, it's out there. People are loving it. I mean, how does it feel? You know, I, I've been asked this question from friends and family, and it, I, I wish I could come up with a new word because all I keep thinking is it's overwhelming in the best possible way. I mean, there's no greater feeling um, to be part of a project that you love. Um, first of all, no, first, it's great to just have a job in this town as an actor in this business, um, especially my dream job when this is something I've wanted since I learned how to talk. But then to be a part of a show and a part of the project that um, I love so much with such, I mean, with a dream team of people from the network to the stars to everyone behind the scenes and the crew. Um, and it's something that we put 150% into telling the story. And especially Bruce and Sam and, and Craig DiGregorio, the showrunner, everyone was just so passionate about telling the story. So everyone involved really gave it their all. So to then have it be received with just as much enthusiasm, uh, it's, it's, I, I don't even know what to say. It's bloody fantastic. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sort of from the beginning. I mean, how did how did the role come about? I mean, did uh, did you audition for it? Did they did, did they call you in? I mean, yeah, you know what? I, I I had my uh, my my uncle in the mob call up Sam Raimi on, on Craigslist. Covered his legs. No, um, yeah, I I it was one of those things that happened very quickly. Um, and uh, I mean, I've I've had auditions and callbacks you know, 14 times for one line on a TV show. And in this case, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm just getting over being sick, so my voice is hoarser than usual, <laughs> two octaves lower than usual. Um, <laughs> I uh, I uh, auditioned, uh, I only had three auditions. I, I had the audition, the callback, and then the screen test with Bruce, and it happened. And um, in, the, in the very first audition, I went in, and the first thing I said was, um, I can't really scream uh, that well, so I don't even I don't want to waste your time. And and the cast director said, no, well, let's let's just you know let's just do it. And in the audition, um, there there was a scene. It's not in the show, but the audition scene uh, at the very last moment um, with with Pablo and Ash. Pablo hits Kelly in the head with a frying pan. Um, <laughs> and as an actor, that's a very weird thing to act out because also it was the very end of the scene. So my last line was before the, the, the frying pan hit. <laughs> so I just went for it and I'm like, well, I mean, I love, I love pretzels. I love Lucille Ball. I'm like, I'll just throw myself on the ground. So I did it. Um, and that's how I ended the scene. And, and the casting director loved it. And, and I found out later that was one of the reasons why, um, why I got the call back because <laughs> Sam's like, oh, she's willing to throw herself on the ground and conk her head on the concrete. We got it. We got it. So um, it was it was uh, all very fast at that point. I never thought there was a chance in hell I was going to get this role um, at all. I, so I, I was just over the moon when I when I heard about it. And um, I, I, Sam and, and Bruce from the get-go 
um, made me feel so comfortable. It was like, you know, Sam the Butcher from the grocery store. And like, you forget you're talking to Sam. You know what I mean? He's the yes. most and least intimidating person in the room because you talk to him and he, he makes you feel like you just, you've known him forever. He's, he, he's so attentive and so interested in what you have to say. Um, even if you're not saying anything interesting, which is me most of the time, but then he walks away and you're like, Oh my God, that's Sam Rainey, you know? Yeah. Um, and same with Bruce. Um, they were, uh, they were just, just, uh, I can't even, I mean, half the time I, I have to pinch myself that I refer to them on a first name basis. There, you couldn't ask for better leaders, that's for sure. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, sort of back in the day, uh, about 1987, Sam Raimi had to come over to the UK to uh, justify the uh, violence in uh, Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2, um, just before Evil Dead 2 was being released. And he's just such a quiet, eloquent man. And it's just so wonderful that so much kind of like horror and comedy comes out of a guy who's just, he's so kind of placid, but also has a sick, warped sense of humor. It's really beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you should write his biography because that was perfectly, <laughs> um, a, a perfect description. And that's it is he, he is everything you just said. And he is such a ranking tour in every sense of the word, but also he's got this, you know, three stooges, Abbott and Costello yeah. sense of comedy. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, it, the rumors are true. Any time he has an idea of a new way to torture Bruce, he just giggles <laughs> like, like you, like a real boy. He like truly, it brings him joy. Like in, in the best possible, you really see it in the best possible way. Um, so, and that, that was fun to watch the two of them who have, um, been friends since they were like 11 years old, uh, and getting to see, you know, cause Bruce is this larger than life character. I mean, yeah. he, has, he has his own presence. Um, in real life, his person, he's, he's a tall mountain of a man and has a deep voice. And, and then Sam is a little bit more soft-spoken. So seeing Sam get the leg up on Bruce and Bruce just like rolling his eyes and, and trying to jump back, it's, it's a show within a show, you know. <laughs> cool. Well, on the sort of uh, same line of auditioning and stuff, Dana, I just want to compliment you on your Amy Winehouse impression. The stars. Oh gosh! Yeah, thank you so much, that Aaron. Is, that I, is spot. I, thank you. That is spot on. Like when it comes to impressionists, and you can tell that you're a re incredibly bubbly character, and you just come across as the sort of person that's able to sort of pull an impression out of nowhere. That was spot on. Oh but, um, man! Now coming from you, that means a lot. Thank you. Nice, like <laughs> almost. From, when from I, that part of the world. Yeah, when I when I when I saw the um uh, a video on your YouTube channel that's um I think it's in one of your playlists where you're performing as Amy Winehouse. It's literally you have to take a second check, even through visual and through like audio, because it's literally so spot on. So congratulations. Oh that. wow, that that you made my you made my week. That is <laughs> now that is the best compliment I get here down the comes I don't pretend. Oh go ahead. Now, when it comes to Kelly in the show, she's an incredibly blunt, um, sarcastic and brick wall of a character. But yet, when I've, I've looked at some of your, well, I was looking at some of your like, sort of demo reels, you come across as a, an incredibly like bubbly, like I've said earlier, incredibly bubbly person. When auditioning, 
what side of yourself did you take towards the audition and um and i don't know what research did you do for the kelly role because you come across as one style of person but yet in the show you're com it almost comes across as you're completely the opposite oh wow well, thank you again another lovely compliment i'll take it um <laughs> you know i i uh guys can i just talk to you ever can i pay you to just like be my therapist every week Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, my, okay, shower me with your beautiful praise <laughs> um, <laughs> um <clears throat> i really wish my voice was not so gone i apologize um uh, in terms of, of what you're asking, um, I'll answer first. You know, the, the other thing is, I think <clears throat> what you're seeing is I, in life, like in interviews and just as, as Dana, um, just like with anybody, I have different, you know, you, you have different moments of your personality or different mm. um, elements. And I think anytime I've been talking about the show, I just get so excited I've been that way since I was a kid. When I am really excited about something, I talk really fast. I talk <laughs> with my hands, hit myself in the face. Um, and, I mean, it's the Italian coming out. I get really passionate <laughs> about it. Um, but as as me in life, I actually do um, identify very much with Kelly because my own sense of humor, um, my, my favorite kind, is the, 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 the ball buster kind mm. that Kelly is is the sardonic, you know, uh, sarcastic, witty uh, one-liners or comebacks. Mm. Um, and so I, I think I drew on that part of, of my personality, and, and Craig and, and the writers were really um, fantastic in, in collaborating and let us sort of add layers to the character because they were, you know, we were all figuring this out together. And the, as, they, as, as we grew into the roles, the character developed along sure. with us. So I got to bring a little bit of that um, sense of humor to Kelly. Um, and, I, I mean, she's a lot drier than I am in real life. Mm. But um, I think also, you know, you, you like in the last episode, which is really great, is getting to show the vulnerable side of Kelly and yeah, getting definitely. to sort of see, you know, behind her tough exterior because she's obviously just been through a lot even at the first episode. Of, of going through the death of her mother. That's then her it, mother yeah. comes back. Then she's got again, you know, so you very mommy and daddy's see her, Exactly. And you see, and she's a rebel and she's got this, you know, um, this march, she marches to the beat of her own rock and roll trunk. But yeah. I'm really glad that the writers um, saw the value and the importance of showing that just like anybody else, she's just as vulnerable and is just as, as lovable and has a lot to give and just, wants to feel like she's part of something and mm. wants a reason to get out of bed every day. And much to her own dismay, um, this being part of, of Team Ash, um, finding this new kind of family with Pablo and Ash, uh, and, and her, ultimately her purpose um, is the best thing that ever happened to her. Oh, it's good. It's, 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 it's... Oh, oh, and, that, okay, apparently, apparently there's, there's a... Some motor. It's, hey, you know what it is? It's Pablo on his bike outside. <laughs> it's Ray. It's Ray Santiago riding by outside. <laughs> oh, I mean, how how is it working with Ray? I mean, we spoke to Ray yesterday, and he, he was just such a fantastic guy to talk to. Thank we you. said, yeah, we said we'd sit there and you know only take about ten fifteen minutes of his time, and you know I think we was talking to him for about three times as long. You know, he's just such a cool oh, guy yeah. to get along with. 
He really is. I mean, he, I, I love Ray so much. And um, I, we just, we're very lucky because we have such an innate chemistry and we never audition together, whatever, which is kind of crazy because if you, you know, when, when you knew that these characters were going to be together a lot, we would want to sort of see that. Um, but I, but stars and, and Sam and everybody involved must have just somehow known that we were going to get along or cross a finger or something. Um, but the first time we ever met, um, when it was, when it was announced, when we were announced with the show, um, we wanted to meet up. Uh, so we went out and same thing of what you just said with the interview. Um, I thought we were just going to go have a glass of wine or have some dinner, be done back home in an hour, hour and a half. We were there for almost four hours, just had, couldn't couldn't say enough to each other, and um, a really great moment uh, that sort of signaled everything that was to come is at the very end of the night, um, uh, when we forced ourselves to leave. I think actually the place was closing, and they forced us to leave. But we <laughs> we go outside, and, and Ray, being the, the charming gentleman he is, walked me in my car. And we're saying our goodbyes outside my car. And suddenly I see, because he's on the sidewalk and I'm on the driver's seat of the car, on the right-hand side of the road here. And um, I see this, what appears to be homeless man with a coat over his face, reaching into the trash can. Okay, pretty, pretty standard. And then this all sort of happens so fast, but also in slow-mo, if you know what I mean. And he takes his hand out of the trash can walks past us and douses us with trash coffee. Uh. Trash <laughs> coffee. And then throws the cup and walks away. And Ray and I are standing there. There is coffee down my face, in my mouth. Trash coffee oh. in my mouth. <laughs> worse, all worse over than the trash my car. Oh, God. I'm going to get talking about it. And Ray, all in his gorgeous hair and his jacket. <laughs> And we just stood there in complete shock, like flat jawed, and just like, what just happened? And then we both sort of like laughed out of complete shock. And it was in hindsight that I said, you know what? I know why that, that homeless man had the coat over his face. It was really Sam Raimi. Yeah. yeah. The, the stuff thrown on us. Spot on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Ray and I, we have, we have such a great time and, and, uh, we're, people make fun of us because every time we've been together doing interviews or we were just in New York for Comic Con a few weeks ago and just talking, talking, talking. And someone said to us, they're like, you just spent five months together every day on set in New Zealand. What more do you have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> but we always do. And, and I just am so lucky to have somebody to, be hand in hand on this journey with because, you know, to be in the same boat of, of something that's monstrous and wonderful and, and something that is so huge, you can't even wrap your mind around it with, with the 30 year fan base, um, which, which is, can also be very intimidating. And it's a, yeah, at the beginning, that. you know, it's a, yeah. it's a very scary thing because we're new characters and it's like, oh God, I mean, what if they hate us? What if it doesn't work? You know, we had all those same fears, and, and it was really nice just to be able to lean on each other. Um, and now that it seems to be, you know, received with, with such enthusiasm and, 
and were, were being accepted and, and, but also just that the fans like the show. It's just nice to, to have someone else to turn to with that and kind of check in with and say, can you believe this is actually happening? This is actually happening. It's, we're constantly pinching ourselves and we're just so lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to ask because um, I, I'm, I'm like an Evil Dead fan since about like 1983. When I was two years old, my dad sat me on his lap and made me watch the VHS tape. And oh, it, when you it, were two. Yeah, it, it obviously, yeah, two years old, it obviously affected me in some way because I have an Evil Dead tattoo on my chest. Um, obviously, Dean himself has Evil Dead tattoos. Yeah. yeah. So... Obviously, wow. with, with such a fran, uh, like a fan-driven kind of phenomenon, uh, you mentioned Comic Con, and obviously you were touring around promoting the show. Uh, kind of like, what was it like meeting the fans, and like, you know, who, what kind of fans did you meet, and the stories? Uh, you said you were kind of like intimidated by the fact there were so many fans behind the show, almost because obviously it'd been a new show, but it's got thirty odd years plus of fan base. Right. So, well, to answer about about what it was like meeting the fans. Yeah. Um. Uh, the I. I will. I'll give you a quick little anecdote of of what when it really just like dawned on me and Andre um because we talked about it um when we were in, in New York for Comic Con um we first got to to meet some fans who who uh, were, when we were all signing, signing the poster, and to see these fans dressed up as Ash with so many different stories of, of the first time they saw Evil Dead and, yeah. and the, the, the mementos they had. And, and we got to talk to not enough people because there were, you know, there were so many fans, we only got like a small amount of the, of the whole, you know, population of fans that were there. But, but it was, it was just so rewarding on so many levels because number one, the the first thing I say or or have said to any of the fans is thank you, like thank you for giving me a job, thank you for making this happen because that is the only reason that these fans for 30 years have been pestering Sam and Bruce about <laughs> when's the next Evil Dead and Sam are gonna come. And to the point, I mean, they've said this publicly, like, they just roll their eyes, like Sam's joke is, you know, I, I'm doing Spider-Man movies, but okay, Evil Dead, I get it. <laughs> so, so because of their, um, persistence and, and enthusiasm, that is even why we're having this conversation today, not to get too meta, but, um, you know, we, that, it really is. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and then to, to really get to see them on an individual basis, um, and, and, See each person's story about it. Um, it inspires me. I mean, it makes me so happy that I could be part of something that means so much to so many people or that just brings joy. Uh, that, that's it. I mean, that's why I wanted to become an entertainer. I mean, that's why at three years old I, I was putting on shows for my stuffed animals because I just, <laughs> for me, just want to, want to entertain and, 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 and get people to escape for a minute because I know how, how much that has helped me in my life of just wanting, wanting to forget about life for a while and just go into some fantasy world. So the fact that the fans have made this happen and that 
they like it or they seem to. I mean, it, it, you really couldn't ask for a better feeling. And I'm, I'm just so grateful because, you know, especially nowadays, TV shows are hard enough to get off the ground. Mm. Um, and, and stars, I mean, I really can't say enough about the network because not only were they the perfect outlet for us because they gave yeah. us free reign, like, you know, oh, anytime definitely. Sam Raimi said more blood or anytime any of the directors or anything the writers wrote, that was like, this is so insane. This is almost too gory. Ours <laughs> was like, nope, go for it. Um, and I mean, to have a, to have a free pass to do that is phenomenal. But also the fact that they picked up the entire season and then before the show even aired here, yeah. she was like three before they picked up season two. I mean, that you, I, it's just, I am just trying to ride the wave and every day I'm, I'm thinking my lucky stars, uh, and also, and not to, not to make a pun, but I really am because this is, this is like the jackpot for someone yeah. who, you know, I'm from a little town in Ohio, you know, and, and it's been, a, it's, uh, it's taken a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get here. Mm. And now Ray, my job Ray is to be covered. Exactly the same. Yeah. And my, my job is to be covered in blood, sweat, and tears. How poetic, <laughs> you know? It's, that, 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 that's the great thing about um, just the Evil Dead in general. It was originally three friends who set out to make something for themselves and make something of themselves. And they've stuck together for... Or, but by the time it's gone from sort of pitching the original idea of the Evil Dead, it's, it's coming up to 40 years. And it's, it's so phenomenal to see they're still together and they're still bringing in that magic and the enthusiasm, as you said, from uh, the cast they're bringing in, from the fans. And it's I, never I, lost its ridiculousness. It's, it's never lost <clears throat> it, has it? No. No, it hasn't. And you know what? I, I, I want to touch upon, you said magic. And that is something I have been saying, that I think what creates the magic, uh, I, I, I think the secret sauce to all of this, is when you have, like you said, these, there were these three friends that just wanted to make something because they wanted to make something and they wanted to like it. They wanted, they wanted to make it for themselves because they enjoyed it. Um, and they wanted to share it. I think that has never left, obviously. That has never, that has not changed. And so when you bring, now that with everybody on board for this show, from, from the crew to the, to the music, to all of it, every this is every single person wants to tell the story and is and is excited about it and and we have a good time doing it. It is a lot of hard work and some days you're just like get this dry blood off of me before I lose more skin and hair mm-hmm. when every time I turn my neck and it sticks to my shirt. You know there are there are definitely tough days, but but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day you're just so fulfilled with man i was just having such a good time and everyone had such a, a good chemistry with each other and i think that is the, the magic is people who get along who like working with each other who love the story that they're telling that's the magic and that is why i think the show is a success um and i think too I, i'm glad to hear that as fans you feel like it has it, it has kept even in a different medium uh, from television to from from movies to television, and and uh, all so many years later, 
I'm glad to hear that as fans, you guys feel like it's the same. It's the same. It's just a true continuation. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Which is a lot trickier than you think. I mean, that's a testament to how great these people are. Yeah. Because they're, they're, that is, that's a hard thing to do. You know, how many remakes or pickups of anything can be, can be a, a true continuation. And I, I, I mean, that is a testament to everyone in, involved, um, who, who, who made it what it is. I'm so glad to hear that you guys, uh, like it, especially yeah. since you're lifelong yeah. fans. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, you look at the remake of, uh, Friday 13th, uh, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, they weren't very well received and yet, fans of um sort of ash and the evil dead series they've just taken to this it's just it feels so perfect and i'll quickly throw in there it almost feels like the original reboot almost has been forgotten with how good the tv show is oh man that's awesome and i mean also we we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the main reason why i think it's working or why no I think the reason it's working is because Bruce Campbell is better than ever. I mean, he, this is, I cannot say enough about that man. He, no one can deliver a one-liner like Bruce Campbell can. And, and I have to say, like, on set, I was constantly in awe that he could go from being this badass action hero to the very next second delivering a one-liner like nobody can and then going back to being an action uh, an action mm. in the scene that's a very tough thing to do and 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 i feel like bruce has created this his own rhythm and his own style that yeah, is so unique it, yeah. to him you know yeah. um and and you know in in life bruce is exactly what you hope bruce campbell is only better <laughs> um because he which so he is that funny uh, off camera as well. I mean, it was almost impossible not to break. And I think I, Ryan and I definitely did many times just like cracking up in the scene because um, he would often like throw out uh, an improv line and and uh, and just keep the jokes coming off off uh, um, set as well. And speaking of impressions, one of his very hidden talents is he's awesome at impressions. His John Wayne is spot on. He just played on. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's done that on the Nerdist podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I mean, he is a he is just a, an all around uh, hilarious and, and very talented guy. So we couldn't have a better better footsteps to follow and just just you know watch him and learn and that's it. Hmm. I mean, um, Dana. Uh, I mean, you're a very attractive woman, and um, but to you. <laughs> What I was going to say is, um, I mean, as a very attractive woman, do you ever feel intimidated, intimidated going on set and having to stand next to Bruce Campbell, who is, you know, a very handsome man? The, very, and, the most attractive woman. He's the most attractive. Yeah. Well, and, he did write the book, How to Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I, it is. It is on my nightstand table as we speak. Um, I, 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 I whisper, I whisper sweet nothing to it every night. Um, um, you're very sweet. I, 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 I don't, you know, it's hard. 
I, I'm, I appreciate that you think that I'm coming from a different place because I mean, I, I see myself without makeup. So that's a whole other therapy session, you guys. That's a whole other therapy session. Um, yeah. But um, in terms of intimidated, uh, yeah, I mean, of course I was intimidated um, going into it because, like I said, he is, he is such a presence and an aura. When, and I come up to about his hip. When we stand next to each other, I'm at like his waist. <laughs> That's yeah. what all he is. Um, but um, but yes, he is he is aged very well, and he is just as handsome as ever. Like I mean, when I when I saw Army of Darkness way back when, mm. and then when I watched it again, you know, to to That's remind good. myself to prepare for this, I was like, damn, Bruce Campbell, you you you're looking great. I mean, he's got it. He and he like. I know that they make jokes of Ash being like older and fatter, but he's got it. So yes, yeah, it, it, it is intimidating. It is intimidating, but he's you know, he's Bruce. He's the he's the he's the he's the man. So you just sort of like sit back and on. You're like, oh man, why is your hair always perfect? Do you ever have a bad hair day? <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he he's just like a piece of art. You know, you could just look at him all day long. <laughs> Was it you know, if you'd like me to set, if you'd like me to set you up on a date, I can work on it for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Not really, so not sure I about that. But. I'll put in a good word. I'll put in a good word for you. I'll be your wingman. I'll be like, so Bruce, we're three guys that that are intimidated by your beauty. Yeah, okay. Set us up on a date. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Who's, I'll work on it for you. Who spends more time in the uh, in makeup, getting their hair done, you or Ray? Oh, good question. <laughs> or even wow. Bruce. Oh, even Bruce Devin, Devin, definitely Ray. Definitely Ray. Definitely Ray. <laughs> definitely Ray with the hair. Uh, man, that that hair, I told him, I'm like, you better get insurance on that hair, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, now, um, uh, yeah. now um, talking about like on set and stuff going into makeup and that, how exactly does a day go on set of Ash vs. Evil Dead from the get-go, from being picked up to lights out? finishing for the day how how exactly does it pan out dana oh wow that's a great question you know no, no one has asked that yet i love that <laughs> question um so it, it's different because um i'm sorry it's different for me than with the boys because most of my scenes were with ray and and bruce um so i had the lucky job of needing you know hair and makeup because i'm a girl and so I got to be picked up right at the crack of around 4 a.m. Oh. when it's still pitch black out. Um, sometimes, sometimes earlier, if it was 5 a.m., that was a sleep in for me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so that, that was, that was tough because I'm a night owl. Um, but, um, but you know, you, you wake up, you get that coffee going. So I get picked up very early in the morning. Um, driven to set, and sometimes, you know, if we were on location, like uh, outside, for example, you know, some of those places were an hour away, uh, so it depends on the drive, but on average, you get there, um, you do hair and makeup for, I, I was in hair and makeup usually for a little over an hour, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and then you have some breakfast, uh, and then you change, and then you get mic. Um, and then you put on, like, Kelly wears a lot of jewelry, um, and there's a fun little Easter egg, too, by the way. Remind me to tell you about Kelly's ring. Fun little Easter egg for people to watch out for if you guys want to, want to get in on it. Um, but <laughs> then, um, 
then it depends uh, on what we were shooting that day. If it was a clean day, then we're done and we start the scene. If it was a blood day, then, um, you know, if it was something where the blood has already been established, then we go to the blood, to the blood cart and they, they, <laughs> they get that blood on you. And my God, I, now I know what, a, what, what Picasso's canvas felt like. Like a mm-hmm. Jackson Pollock, actually, because there were so many different ways that these makeup artists would put on, on blood. Sometimes it was, you know, truly just getting a, a paintbrush and splattering it. And this isn't like, I'm not talking about when you see it happen in the scene. When you yeah. see it happen in the scene, it's actually happening and it's cow with the blood, as you saw in the last episode. Mm. Um, but, um, if we're, if there's still like blood on a face, we put it on and then we shoot and, um, we eat lunch for about a, an hour and then we shoot and then we get home. Uh, and it's nighttime again, and you usually get new lines for the very next morning yeah. um, that are changing or just adjustments. And by that point, it, you know, it's like 7.30 when you get home, and I, you know, make myself some peanut butter and jelly and um, <laughs> read my lines and pass out. Um, so that that was pretty much the day in the life, and, and uh, I loved every minute of it. So... <laughs> I don't get up at 5 a.m. for fun, but I will get up for 5 a.m. for for the work because I love it. And uh, and yeah, the only tough part was if it was a blood day, like the scene in episode the end of two when when mm. Kelly's mom gets her head shaved off. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a day that I um unfortunately for for me was wearing a like a very flash dance um open sweatshirt. <laughs> So that like hung off the shoulders. So when they took the snowblower and blew snowblower. The, the blood on it, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, um, or maybe a better way. I don't know if you could picture a manual lawnmower. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I don't know. Some, something it was more like of a case that of violent, was, it sounds. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> they actually, you know, they they chop us up and it's our real blood. No, um, they, <laughs> they, they 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 like cranked it. They cranked it on us. And they just kept going and going and going. And then just for fun, we did, you know, probably three more takes, just adding more blood. Well, that was a day that there was not an inch, and I mean not an inch, of my body that was not covered in (laughs) blood. And similar to if you wear leather pants and they you sweat and then they stick to you. So in that sense, once the blood dried, like, down my, I mean, I, uh, it was, it was in my bra, it was in, it was in my, uh, you don't even want to know. And getting <laughs> the blood on is, is not the tough part. That is not, I mean, it's, it's really not the worst part. Like I mentioned earlier, the worst part is when the blood dries. I'm going to, that's going to be my book. When the blood dries, not to be confused with when the blood um, dries. Yeah. Um, Branded. When the blood dries, because it becomes like this, a wax. But not like a soft, sensual candle wax. It's just like, how, like imagine sandpaper wax and then you, then, then every time you turn your head, it rips your, like, your skin. It's like, oh my God. And then trying to get it off. (laughs) I'm telling you what, NASA couldn't come up with enough chemicals to get that off. I challenge, I mean, NASA, they put people on the moon. Let's come up with how to get the blood off sooner. And this because is like, we use, 
This is you all what? part of Ray. This is all part of Raimi's onset torturing, or is this just an added bonus? I. You know what? We will never know. We will never know. <laughs> I don't know if there. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't doubt that it's it's part of the it's part of the yeah. Have fun getting that off. I mean, <laughs> I, I I did figure out though. I think by the end, the secret recipe is most of the time is shaving cream, rubbing alcohol, <laughs> and probably four to five showers. Four to five. Um, and then, the, but the best part, this happened on so many occasions. <laughs> so, like, let's say it's a Friday, right? It's a Friday, and we're not shooting, let's say we're not shooting Saturday. So, Friday night. Okay, after a long week. So, hey, let's all go out to dinner. Go to oh, the steakhouse. So, yeah, so we take the, you know, four or five showers, wash hair, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then we go, and we're sitting out in a nice booth, got my nice outfit on. And then the waitress comes up and she's like, hi, um, are you, what can I, um, and she looks at, in complete horror and just staring at like my neck. Mm-hmm. And then I <laughs> look and I realize, oh, Mr. Scott. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, can I, can you, um, oh, I crap, that person I know earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not now. Um, so, it was always very funny to see people's reaction um, on that. And, and other fun fact, when you are on a set and let's say you have your personal belongings because you're on set, so maybe you have a bag with your laptop or something, a book. Um, it was a really funny moment when I was traveling um, right after the show mm. and did not realize that my bag that I bring to set every day was completely stained in a blood stain on the back of the bag. So when I go through airport security yeah. and they take me to see your check, I'm like, no, I swear, I promise, I'm on a show, it's a lot of blood, and they just look at you like, okay. Yeah, someone else did crack my bag. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so so that blood will will keep coming up, and that's, that's it's a fun little memento. Mm. I put it in my scrapbook with all the blood. Yeah, all, I, all, I, all, all I can think about is with the uh, sort of leather and so sort of like trying to take it off with the shower cream and the uh, the shaving foam is uh, Ross from Friends that scene where he's trying to get the leather pants off. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. We are on the brain phone, my friend. Yeah. That is exactly it. I, I can't even tell you. Um, and and also like then. I mean, it was the first time I took a shower from the blood. I mean, it's very disturbing. It's only because you're looking at the water down the drain, and it's just blood everywhere. It's so, it is so weird. It was so weird. And then now, though, um, I I wouldn't say that I was ever super squeamish, but blood wasn't always, you know, my favorite thing, like real blood. But now I have, I am so unaffected by blood to the point where I was, (laughs) No, this is like a scary. It might actually be a problem because <laughs> I was um, I went with my uh, best friend on on vacation when we when we wrapped um, the the season of shooting, and I was swimming in the ocean. Um, it was like actually a lagoon, so there were um, it was pretty shallow, um, and there were a ton of big like coral and rocks, and we were snorkeling all that. Just a fun fun time, and so I'm swimming out because I wanted to go get some water, and I. 
scrape my my leg on on something, a rock, I don't know. My Shock. and I go, oh, that hurt. So okay, so I get out of the water and I'm walking, you know, the the ten feet up to the resort. And as I'm walking, I'm seeing all these hotel guests stare at me and just complete again, just like the waitress, like complete horror. And I'm like, what are? Oh my God, is my top up? Did I lose my bottoms? Like, what is? What so I, I and I look down, and my entire left leg is just red, like front to bottom, side to side, completely gushing blood. Oh, but no. like, I mean, literally, look like I was wearing like uh, a knee high of red. I don't know. And I look down and I go, oh, guess I cut myself. And oh, my just God. shrug. And then, but like, the looks on your faces. So then I walked up. There was like a little outdoor shower. I'm like, oh, I guess I should rinse this off so people aren't disgusted uh, while they're drinking their mojitos. And my my best friend was like a few steps behind and came up and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, what is wrong? You're mm. bleeding everywhere. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. She's like, no, you need stitches. I could see the inside of your leg. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. You just say, yeah, and it's okay. So, I'm on Ashworth's evil dead. It's yeah. fine. So, so exactly. this is not a normal day for you? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and I, then she's like, I don't like how how you are not even phased by this anymore. Like, you might be seriously injured. I'm like, yeah, you know, he put a band, I'll get a band-aid, I'm fine. So that <laughs> is, that's the benefit of Asher's Evil Dead. And yeah. Now when you actually hurt yourself, totally unfazed. Yeah. Totally unfazed. Oh, it's brilliant. Odd as nails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dana, you know sorry, Danny, you said, um, ask you about um, a little Easter egg about the, the ring. Oh, yeah. Um, just something fun, uh, because, um, it's it sort of, it was a genius I- idea of our, uh, wardrobe designer, Barbara Guerra, um, because we, when, as we were developing Kelly, um, you know, she, we know that she's tough and, and she is, you know, not afraid to, to tell, tell you what she thinks. Um, and, but she, and she's smart, uh, but she's also very quick on her feet and very resourceful. So we wanted to bring that into her rock and roll vibe. And um, we came up with the fact that she, she, you know, cuts her own sort of clothes and repurposes things and makes her own jewelry. And so the wardrobe designer said, um, we're going to have her, like, sort of make these wings these that are different letters. And what if you wore, like, a word every episode? Oh. And, I, and I'm like, that is genius. And I said oh, my God, and then it can pertain to what Kelly is. It can pertain to Kelly and what she's going through at that moment or pertain to the episode, her moments in the episode. Um, so I don't know if they're always possible to see, but so far people have guessed them. I've been putting the question out on Twitter just to see, like, hey, did anyone notice what this week's word was? And people have been getting it. So um, that's, that's there's amazing. a fun little Easter egg. And sometimes um, there might be one or two that even – give something away or give a little hint of something, Ooh. I'll just tease you with that. You're just going to plant seeds like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a fun little fun little extra that I, I really enjoyed uh, getting to do. Oh, brilliant. All right, Dana. Um, I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. You know, we'll let you get on with your day. I mean, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and talking to us about Ash vs. Evil Dead. You know, um it's a pleasure talking to you, especially as we're all big fans of the series as well mm. and of the film franchise. Um, 
I mean, we... No, we the, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no, uh, well, all I was saying is um, we spoke to, when we spoke to Ray yesterday, we said, um, you know, we'd, we'd love to have him back sort of when the season's wrapped and for a, a, a season wrap-up slash a season two preview. Maybe, you know, if you're more than welcome to come back, maybe we can get you guys on together. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, you might not have heard me when I said I'm going to call you every week oh, okay. so you shower me with praise. I was going to say, I'm I already need, hired, I'm a, Sam. I'm a very insecure actor. <laughs> I, need, I need to have all of this beautiful uh, feedback. Just, you know, and then eventually, like, you know, I'll, I'll crawl out of bed and be able to face the world again after that, talking to you. Guys, you yeah, don't worry, fun. Dana. I'll get it sorted. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> and here's what we'll do. I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. Here's our, I got the perfect solution. Are you ready? Go. Okay. So once a week, every, every Friday, we have a nice little chat for an hour like we did today. Yeah. And then in return... I will continually pester Bruce to go on a date with you guys. <laughs> deal. Well, yeah, we, yeah, all we deal, can't deal. argue with that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> really, to be honest. I mean, no promises, but I will pester him because if we've learned anything, pestering works. Pestering yeah. works. God, so, you crack me, you crack me up. <laughs> well, you guys made me made me blush and made me um, just so happy to hear such wonderful things from. From, from fans, especially mm. from people who, who appreciate the series and kind of have been along for the ride since the beginning. So um, I, there's nothing more that I, I could want to hear, and I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to see how this, how this continues this season yeah. because it gets worse before it gets better, meaning like for the characters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely for, 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 for the trio and, and, it is just when you think like, ah, they'll never be able to top that with the blood. Just <laughs> wait. Oh, it's coming. Oh, fantastic. And I, you know, I, I would love to like, you guys should shoot me an email or something after you watch um, the, the, the final episode because I, I cannot wait to hear what your reaction is. Oh, we'll I'm just excited, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Welcome oh, to awesome. the Evil Dead oh. universe, though, Dana. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, happy to be here and... and couldn't uh, couldn't ask for for a better universe to be in blood and all. <laughs> what is it? Um, Bruce Campbell is uh, every woman wants to be Bruce Campbell and every man wants to sleep with him. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, so, hang, on hang on, that's the wrong way around. No, on. you got it right. You, you got it right. First. Yeah. You know, and that'll be a direct quote, and that'll be my opening line to Bruce. And then I'll say, speaking yes. of, speaking of, I got three guys. That would yeah. love to get your number. And to sleep. You know, with you, they, they, they just, they just want to lie in bed and take a nap with you. That's all. We just want to stroke <laughs> the chin. It's the chin. You just want to yeah. stroke it. You know, it's the only right, thing now that. you've gone too far. Oh, oh, too far. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. You can have oh, sex with him, Steve, but stroking his chin. Better. No. <laughs> You better calm yourself down over there. <laughs> I was just going to say. The cause, chin. Cause, Bruce Campbell's chin is the only thing that can defeat Chuck Norris's beard. Yes. <laughs> Man, and that's you a need fact. to tweet that. You need to tweet that or something. That should go on a t-shirt. We make those t-shirts. Hell yeah. I'm telling you, we'd, we'd make a killing over here. It'd be a global phenomenon. Split it 25% each way. 
that's the uh, that's the second right. season. Ash versus Chuck Norris's beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dana. I love it. Right, Dana. I love you guys. You're so fun to talk to. Thank oh, you thank so you. much for having me. <laughs> thank you, Dana. Pleasure was all ours, and uh, hopefully we'll uh-huh. speak to you after the season's wrap. Sounds like a plan, friends. Yeah, all right, day, Dana. Dana.